there's all nice graphics in that. It's it's an easy read. It's funny because there was a link in there to the what was it uh, for for Theta? What is it 4.0? And I just started to look at that and I was like, let me go back to Pog. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, going on yeah. There. Turn that off, dude. Holy <laughs> guys, yeah, that's some depth right there. For not sure. that there's anything wrong with that. You need smart people. Well, yeah, I hang out with GE and I'm just like I listen to him and his dev team and like. It's so quick to go over my head, and they're like, "Hey, Kyler, yeah. So, so what do you think about that option?" I'm like, "Yeah, sounds great, guys. Like, whatever you think, let's go with that." Like, yeah. <laughs> this week' episode is brought to you by None of Secret Supply of Sauce, the best sauce known to mankind and available on shelf anywhere. Even when the freezer is full of sauce, there is still no sauce for you. You want summer Nona sauce? Too bad, only Nona decides who gets the sauce. This week's episode is brought to you by Worldwide Zilla Entertainment. WWZ is already dominating the action in the Theta NFT space with gyms available in Theta Zilla Club and Tygon's Discord with more coming soon, TM. And now they're ready to take their talents to ETH. You want interoperability? Come and get it. ETH projects will soon be able to host PFP battles in their discords, all powered by MacTastic and Pixillas. The heroes we need, but don't deserve. Poppin's poppin' and lockin'. Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Season 2. Episode 28 of the Zilly Award-winning Poppin' Mags Poundcast. Whoa, the Palmcast? What just happened? He said the Zilly Award-winning Palmcast. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Want to try that again? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 28 of the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. Mags, we are still Zilly Award winners. How's that feel? Feels pretty good. Pretty, nope. pretty, pretty good. <laughs> you know what else feels good? What's that? You completely saving the future of the Pinecast and the listeners this week. How's that? Because now they don't have to just listen to us banter. What do you mean? We got I'm a live a- guest this week. We did. A big one. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, I'm going to have to give all the thanks on that and the credit to you for, for setting that up. So thank you, sir. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into the uh, the count ups here. So, you know, we got we got no movement on these count ups, unfortunately. K Fuel now coming in at 320 days. Our play staking index, uh, US only, 300, <laughs> 339 days past due. And your actual token, uh, good luck, 422 days past due. And no sign of that ending in sight for the U.S. customers. International, however, uh, you can just tune that part out. Space Junk, we're at 178 days uh, since episode two. I thought something was coming soon. Oh, that was supposed to be the airdrop. And uh, you know what? I don't think that happened because I haven't seen anything about it. So uh, it was imminent, I believe they said. Imminent. Mm. That's like coming soon, right? Similar. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Uh, outliers 74 days. Was there any West two sightings this week? Not in, I, there was a TGIF sighted in discord this week, but, um, there wasn't a West two sighted in, in discord. However, dot, 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 uh, you know, he's, he continues to, to put stuff on his Instagram. 
Oh, interesting. That doesn't mention outliers at all. I'm definitely not a grammar guy. Is do you think this is a rug? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe we should have him uh, research it for us. Who? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly, I have no idea. It's kind of strange that we have had no interaction. Um, there was supposed to be uh, a video dropped in early October, and still nothing. Uh, I mean, at this point. I have no idea, man. I haven't I haven't paid attention to Instagram. I'm not on there. I'm not looking to be on Instagram. So you sure about that? I, I haven't, you know, I all right. So I did set up an account for something. Because uh, I saw your name, your real name come across a like. Oh, 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 oh. Yikes. Who's that guy? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we're just gonna we're gonna shoot this over hick, but I wanted to hit you with something quick before we do spoiler alert rescue rangers was brought up in the conversation and i just wanted to come out here with a take dude 90s early 90s cartoons are better than current cartoons and i don't think it's even close uh no i I disagree Mm. i'll disagree now i love i love me some chippendale rescue rangers no doubt about it but um cartoons at least of the uh the 2010s some of them there's uh they did we're not in the 2010s if you haven't noticed okay but i would say they're better than the 90s but you're saying and i still consider them now as contemporaries uh, as they're still like live in syndication so i don't um i would assume well i mean i think that they ran the teenage mutant ninja turtles into the ground like and then just kept on running them into the ground with each continuous iteration so when i was a kid i i i watched voltron and i had some voltron toys i don't know if you ever watched any of that that wasn't on my hit list really no okay so when i was a kid i loved it and then it's like i go all these years and it's like oh uh whatever you know voltron like i remember that was so good and then you know in the 2000s adult swim showed voltron and i I put an episode on or i was watching an episode and i couldn't get through it (laughs) i was like what the hell was i watching (laughs) you know when i was a kid so um so like it was like the nostalgia i think of what i thought i what i thought was was good uh because like regular show adventure time those things i find better than those shows but like the disney afternoon was fun don't get me wrong it was the best thing we had Right. Well, let me tell you the progression of my weekend. Right. So, uh, so Rescue Rangers was brought up. Uh, the next day, I was like, "Oh, you guys want to watch Rescue Rangers, like the new movie?" And they're like, "Trail, you know, everything we you, I want to watch with them." They're like, "Trailer." They like watch a trailer. <laughs> so we put the trailer on, and I'm watching the trailer. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not sure that I'm not sure I I'm digging this." Like the, Were the was this the Popper Kids? Yeah. Were they like, Dad, is this is mad suscio? Is that they were like, they're like, I'm not watching this. So I was like, Yeah, you know what? I'm not pushing for this either. It doesn't look it doesn't look that good. But what I did end up doing was I found the original DuckTales on Disney and I put it on and I and it was met with like fierce, like, no, I'm not watching like this is the elder popper kid was like, 
this is from 1990. Like, I'm not watching that. And now all of a sudden it's like DuckTales. They're singing the song and loving Woo-hoo. it. It's just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the DuckTales, big win in the household this weekend. Well, I mean, those kids don't even wear pants. None <laughs> of those ducks wear pants. <laughs> that's that's uh, Webigail might, though. Uh, but uh can't remember if she does or not. I don't think so. But maybe yeah all right so uh Wait, so then with that logic then you wouldn't go back to that movie because obviously their opinions aren't the greatest <laughs> um i don't know i just the whole animated with the cgi and the, the the mixture of the two and have you ever seen like uh who framed roger rabbit yeah i did you did so yeah that was okay, but no, this is not okay. But this isn't like there's a nostalgic feel to Chippendale, and that's not it. You have to give it. To, you have to watch it though. Mm. You you watch the mm. previews, which we gave it. The, we gave it the uh, the taste test on the trailer, and it didn't. But pass. you gave one you one gave it, You gave the ta- <laughs> you gave the taste test. We're doing all throwbacks. Are we going to save anything for the show? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever uh all right hey listen so before we before we head over are we done with count-ups no i think there's one more right oh dr mark go ahead oh dr mark is uh 200 what is it 562 days yeah 562 wow well oh <clears throat> dude yeah i messed this all up i messed this all up we're actually season two episode 29 <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at two weeks ago notes here brutal all right, here, fast recap. Season two, episode 29 of the Zilly Award winning Papa Max Pinecast. K Fuel, 327 days. Our Play Staking Index, 346 days. Token, 429 days. Space Junk, 185 days. Outliers, 81 days. Dr. Mark, 562 days. And the new edition, 53 days since we got the email from Pogs about our redemption, waiting for a link to pay him. And you'll hear this, more about that. This is that was a disaster. You basically like did all this stuff, and it's like all your information was wrong. It was, and then you just did wait, 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 speed round. Yeah, but this shouldn't. This isn't my fault. I don't put oh. anything together. This is the. This is obviously you, the interns. You said your notes from a couple weeks ago. What did they just give the same my, notes? Yeah, they gave me bad notes. I don't okay. do my own notes. You do okay. your own notes. I don't even do notes. See. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. <laughs> You'll you'll hear more about the uh, the newest add-on to the to the uh, countdown. Just a fucking disaster. After these messages, we are back. There we go, Kyler. How you doing, man? Good, man. Hyped to be back on the show. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. So, listen. I think before we jump in, there is an one bit of news and a little bit of an elephant in the room that I think we need to figure out what's going on here. <laughs> All right, let's do it. The new intern, uh, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Adrian. She uh, she told me that on October twelfth, uh, we got an email thanking us as, as a Pinecast for uh, redeeming our Pog box, and uh, we're, we're supposed to be looking out for a link to pay within about two weeks. Uh, has my intern missed that? Do I need to fire her? No, dude, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming uh so the boxes actually get here monday morning they were supposed to be here like a month ago but they got caught up in customs in a couple different countries so now they are 
in the U.S. on the truck will be at our door uh, on Monday and they'll start shipping the end of next week. So you'll see an email come through that will ask you to pay for your shipping depending on where you are in the U.S. and then uh, then they'll be off and running. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, my company does a lot of like importing stuff as well. And man, just everything, like we just did a build out, like everything is delayed. It's, it's wild. It was just crazy. I did not expect it. We got a couple packs though, which was nice. They got through easily. Like I got 10 boxes early, so I've been getting to play with them and they look awesome. Sweet. Yes, sir. So how many, how many people are lined up to, uh, to receive these already? How many uh, so 33% of them have been um, redeemed already. Wow. Yeah. So it's a good, good number so far. Is that 207 out of 750? So 250? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's like two, just about 240 right now. Sweet. Wow. That's, that's well, big. And then, and, but then out of the full 750, so I'm sure, Kyler, you, I'm sure you still have some more, right? Like we I'm do. Sure, yeah. That's what I mean. If you, I guess if you took out the promo. Oh, that's right. Promo, so five, 550 were sold. Uh, so, so we're actually about 50% of what was sold have been redeemed. Um, wow. we kept about 200 behind the, the, the two lowest 200 numbers for owners of like different pogs throughout the ecosystem, like on the Solana chain and then on Ethereum as well. So yeah, it's actually a better number than I thought. Good call. That's impressive. That's impressive for sure. Did um, I come up with the question, Popper? Or <laughs> the, Honestly, the prices are looking good right now. <laughs> yeah, you you got some people coming in uh, with the broom and just you know taking care of business here. Absolutely. I'm assuming these are finally like people that are waking up from uh, some of your other chains that are investors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that's obviously uh, just kind of the biggest hiccup is that it took quite a bit of research and, and you know, not all the DGENs wanted to figure out how to buy T-Fuel and, uh, and then jump onto the new chain. But because of the hype so sick and it's the only way you're going to get these physicals, uh, it's happening. So, so they're figuring out how to make their way over to Theta, which is just uh, perfect timing. That's awesome. Now, um, at ThetaCon, you you so graciously gifted me uh, a, a beautiful pog here. And I see, I'm just seeing right now, I didn't notice it before. Uh, it's got a number on the side and like a little sticker, warranty void if removed. And I just dropped it. Actually, but, if you drop it, the warranty's voided too. You know what? I'm pretty sure you <laughs> dropped it before you gave it to me. Oh, uh, it, it, came, it came like this. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an example of one of the pogs that is in the packs right now, or where, like where did this one come from? It's a, it looks like it's so, at the gods with a with a pog man on it. Yeah, so actually, that uh, the the pog itself is a replica of an NFT that we created. Um, though, um, let's see, it's on the Ethereum chain. But the case is not it, it, like the, these pogs that you're about to get with your box don't come in cases. Those are protective cases that we put in. Um, and basically, we're using those to bring the old 90s collectibles to the blockchain. So uh, for the holiday season, we haven't really told anybody this yet, but uh, on the 15th, we're going to be dropping secondhand collectibles from Coca-Cola that we made with them back in the 90s for the Olympics. And there's about 300 in there that were made with Coca-Cola and Wayne Gretzky to celebrate his career wow. and uh, so news. yeah and and so so those will all come in the case and um the serial number and the nfc chip 
I don't think yours has an NFC chip, but there'll be an NFC chip sealed in there. Um, and all of those numbers, those unique pieces will be ingrained in the metadata uh, of the NFT that you get. So uh, you'll buy it, the packs will pop up on your screen, and then you know a week or two later, they'll, un- they'll unwrap or the reveal. And then you'll see what you have and you can redeem it if you want. And uh, it'll leave the NFT up on chain. And, and so then you, when you redeem it, it'll all be linked to your, your collectible on chain. And all you have to do to show your friends is just tap it to their phone. Wow. So am I getting this right? Like by buying this, you almost get two, uh, you get a a digital version and a physical version? Yeah, absolutely. The way that we're saying it though, is you're just getting a digital certificate that it has a grade and is the authentication piece of it. Um, So instead of giving you like a certificate of authenticity and a grade where you're putting it on chain digitally, and then those digital certificates will actually be playable inside of um, the arcade when it opens in April. So if I, so say I have uh, one of these, right? And my buddy wants it and he pays it for me and I give him the physical one with the chip in it. How does he also then do I would, I would then have to transfer him the digital one as well? Exactly. Then all you do is just transfer the, the certificate to his wallet. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. So obviously uh, you had a pretty big week this week. I saw a, a white paper came out uh, quite recently. Yes, sir. Uh, the the white paper finally dropped. Mitch and I and GE and the the team over here at Pog and over at Theta have been putting that thing together for a couple months now, and uh, it, it's um it's super exciting. Pog Chain is live. Uh, it'll be ready for transactions with the public on the third, and then the first collect- collection will be dropping uh, is the redemption collection. So basically. Uh, inside of the box that you get in one of the 12 packs uh, will be a redemption certificate where you you have a code and a QR uh, and you just scan the QR code and type in your your digital or your alphanumeric code and, and you'll get to mint uh, one of the first NFTs on PogChain called, uh, from a collection called the PogChamp All-Stars. And that's the only way to get it. So, uh, you know, you, you won't be able to pay for a mint or anything like that. You'll only, people that don't have a box will have to buy them from those that are willing to sell it. And basically that'll be kind of the key to the, uh, to the arcade. You'll, you'll be able to, um, go behind any gates that we build for token gates. Uh, you know, whether it's like content on Pog TV or whether it's content in the game or whatever it might be. Oh, uh, and it'll actually also have a small allocation of Pogcoin that comes with it. So uh, you'll you'll get oh, a few bonus. things by finding it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Very cool. So I have a feeling it's going to be like a race to be the first one to to get this on there. Probably, yeah. It's a mint, so it's a random mint, so you don't know which number or anything, but there is one one of one in the collection. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who like gets the gold piece. And that's one of one with the the mint the random mint on the site or one of one like in the actual physical box oh one of one on the site yeah digital okay. one of one in the in the 850 uh collect the piece collection yeah all right mags i don't want to take this whole thing over Let's- i i was wondering okay. if i can talk because you know i had well, all these things and stuff you have said has prevented the joke is dead now i can't do some <laughs> of the jokes i was going to do i'm crossing shit out no um, go ahead Go ahead. Well, no, you just like you can paste <laughs> well, it over. You're you're. I was magician. gonna be like, no, I was gonna be like, uh, Kyler. You know, it's been a while since I've seen you. Less than a month ago. You know, like that was gonna be a decent one. I thought, but since you mentioned, hey, just like at DataCon, can't use that one. No, can't. Well, I think you just slid it in there. So congratulations. I'm just giving context of uh, uh, <laughs> what's going on. But Kyler, even more exciting and less talked about lately. You you're like a hot commodity. You're like the Pogs of the '90s right now. But uh, you're all over the place, at least all the places, you know, we go online and, uh, 
you know, where we get our media. But uh, the contract is back up for the, the uh, what, Pogger chain? Yeah, so you can stake uh, your founding Pogs on Solana. And then in uh, February or March, you'll be able to swap all of that Solana Pogger coin to PogCoin on PogChain slash Theta. Is there a breakout of that? Or is that TBD? Or You know, when we get closer, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll be close to like a 40 to 50x um, uh, like swap. So for every one coin Ooh. you have on Solana, you'll get like 40 to 50 coins on the new chain. Oh, daddy like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are increasing the supply at about the same rate. So it, oh. I mean, it'll keep the same price. <laughs> oh. uh, well, but, then... but, but there's no liquidity on Solana, on the Solana coin. We haven't ever put it on a DEX or any like exchanges. So this will be the first like real opportunity outside of like, you know, peer to peer kind of purchasing that, that uh, our, our holders have had to, to, you know, sell or buy the coin. Gotcha. Question for Popper, co-host of Papa Mag's. Uh, pine kiss popper how many found in uh solana pogs do you have uh i only bought rugs on on eth so <laughs> unfortunately well, the, i did those are solana uh i haven't dipped my toes in solana but if i did i probably would have bought a rug so <laughs> well, um, well okay no let's just talk about this because i hear you i hear <laughs> what you're saying and i believe you but kyler was on our show not too long ago, there was a whole lot of Omega put out in that show. Uh, and I won. And then also, Kyler, I like how you, you know, let Baller know, like, hey, you could check out the previous episode of Pop Mags when I was on it, explaining stuff. Because we covered a lot on that on that episode. Absolutely, we did, dude. And I loved meeting you guys in uh, Austin. That was uh, that was really, really fun to get to shake your hands. And I feel like this is going to be uh, something that we're going to have to circle back on maybe every month or every couple months to to keep the community and the world up to speed on what's going on. I, I have no issues with that, Popper. I have no issues other than the fact that you called him Baller. Um, I'm no, not I, sure if you recognize. That's not what I said. It's Bala. Oh, my bad. My bad. I'll take the hit on that. I'll issue an apology at some point for that. But, oh, so anyways, Popper, so back to my story. Kyler, I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish in a second. So Kyler was on the show, Popper, and what did I do after the show went out? I freaking figured out all the all the Solana, the ETH, the Bitcoin, Pog stuff, and I, and I got them all. I, you know, I got what I could. And um, I did that immediately. You know, that was one of the highlights of Austin is when you showed me your wallet and you had all those pogs and your ordinal and your ETH pogs. I was, um, I was pretty, that was a big compliment. So, so um, thank you. Th thank you. I'm up to, uh, I got a, another rare one, founder pogs. So I'm up to six rares and I think 14 total. So That's those slammers good. and secrets, though, they're insane, man. Uh, they are. We had a couple sold for about $3,500 to $3,000 uh, this week um, for those slammers and secret rares. And I think the highest price has been like 4000 So uh, we're getting back to all-time highs for those things. And uh, you're always going to be able to stake your founding pogs. So even after the swap happens... Um, you'll still be able to stake on Solana. It'll be the only collection that you can stake for coins. And then you'll, every quarter, be able to swap whatever you have on the Solana chain over uh, to Pog chain, probably through a swap in our arcade, but we'll see. It's a good, good thing to buy. Would that be about the same thing we talked about, like the 40X for the, Say that the again, swap? <clears throat> so you were saying previously, uh, not in the uh, episode, but earlier this episode, that the... That the um, it's going to be swapped for the new coin, right? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So it's going to be like to the one. same the 40 to one. Uh, say, so like roughly the same math. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you'll always be able to swap. Um, our goal is, is in perpetuity, like you'll be able to stake Solana, Pogs, those that collection, and then uh, go swap it for uh, for the uh, for the Ethereum or that not the Ethereum for the Pog Chain Theta uh, Pog Coin, and, and yeah, at, at about the same rate. So we'll, we'll keep that consistent for sure. That that's more based on supply, not not at on price at all. Okay. So just kind of digging into that a little bit, I know you have a, a fixed supply Pogger coin of two billion. So how how is the uh, the staking going to work in perpetuity? Uh, yeah. So the so basically, we will just take parts of whatever we bring in in revenue through gameplay in Pogcoin or anything we sell in Pogcoin, and we'll take some of that and we'll bridge it back to Solana and put it into the staking contract for our holders to be able to 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 get and then uh, and then move that back. So we thought us bridging our uh, you know us bridging the currency back and forth is a lot easier than them trying to bridge their assets over. Okay, got it. So, uh, yeah, I'm a bit of a slow learner. Mags, congratulations! You you did what should have been done when it should well, have been done. Popper, that was well, always our thing: is we have guests on, and then we just buy all their crap. Like I anything. know, I know. But listen, this is <laughs> that could put you in a dangerous position. It yeah. did, it has <laughs> ridiculous bad position for the yeah, most part. I'm sure, ridiculous bad. But this is the one time where I'm like, well, I guess I I should have done that, and now. You know, uh, we're going to get off of here and sorry, buddy Theta, sorry, URP or anybody else that might be looking at them uh, as we speak uh, in your ears on Tuesday morning, but I'll have already done it. So (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love it, dude. Yeah. No pressure at all from our side to compliment either way, Uh, but we're happy to be that uh, hopefully be the um, what is the exception to the rule so far. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, there's certainly excitement I can see within the, your community and the fact that they've started to to trickle over onto the Theta, um, into Theta Drop and really kind of make a splash is, you know, it seems pretty obvious that it's kind of starting to catch on. And I think once the, the arcade opens and the fullness of what these boxes are is known, uh, yeah, I mean, we're... I'm excited about it for sure. I can't wait till some of these communities who don't even know that their community has a pog yet. So I just got uh, a text from the OK Bears founder, and he just uh, launched a deal with Zara, and now they're you know they made some kids clothes, and they'll be making adult clothes that'll be in um, all of the stores. I think it's like 1,200 stores globally in 70 countries or something like that. And so we'll see what uh, what comes up with the po- with OK Bears, but um, they've got I think. Four, we we've made four pogs with them, and so as we start to really market to these projects, uh, their physical pogs, I think we'll see even more folks and even more demand for these boxes. So now, can you just remind me? Are there's going to be more physical pogs that are done, right? So is the the difference here with the theta one is is mostly specifically this golden ticket kind of thing for the arcade? Uh, that's a great question. No, so so these we won't make this art again. So these are all Web three pogs that we've made with uh, the art that we made from our first five collections on four different blockchains. And so we there's ten thousand packs, um, and we won't make any more 
Yeah, so we brought all the art from our four uh, from our four or five collections on four different blockchains, and we created these physicals. And we won't make them again, right? Ten thousand packs, and and uh, they won't be printed again. But if you want to get on a Pog in the future, um, you can launch a collection on Pog Chain, and then the top collections on Pog Chain will get their own physical Pogs. And we've got some strategies that we're talking to. Like we're very close to signing an exclusive deal with one of the top card companies in the world. You could think like. Like Upper Deck or Tops or Panini, um, one of those three, and then they would be making, uh, you know, Pogs physically themselves for us and distributing them and creating like a, you know, um, a hobby level ecosystem, kind of like Pokemon or like their trading their sports cards, where there's rarity based and and a bunch of hit style, uh, you know, uh, packs opening and things like that. So we're we're figuring out exactly uh, how much they want to do and and how much we want to keep and the ability to launch our own collectibles because. You know, I, I would love to keep making Web3 collectibles interoperable between the physical and the digital and all that stuff. And I think that's definitely on the roadmap, just whether we do it every six months or we do it every 18 months is still kind of uh, up in the air. You definitely, you brought me back when you started talking tops and upper deck and <laughs> yeah, uh, <dude. laughs> Don Rust, Fleer, you know, all, all of those. Yeah, it was a big digging uh, through the Beckets in the past, just looking. Yeah, at oh cards, man, yeah. yeah. Every couple, a couple times a year, just like spending it, you know, hours in my room with my brother and sister. Like eighty nine upper Absolutely. deck, one Griffey. Let's go. What, exactly, exactly. What's it worth? How good yeah. of a condition and is it in? And then you start yeah. to learn how to take care of these things, and uh, yeah, they become the kids' currency. So, I mean, in your uh, in your white paper. You know, 165 million adults, you know, about between, like you said, between the ages of like 30 and 45. I mean, do you have a realistic expectation of how many of these may convert to like a Web3 POG? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. So two two angles that we're going to go with there is... um we're going to make an app that is free to play uh, to where you can play three or four games in our arcade on your phone and start collecting coins. And the more coins you collect, the more games will open up to you. And then the more opportunities to win these digital collectibles, like these digital pogs that may be able to be redeemed for physical things or may just be digital. And so our goal is to go extremely wide. We've raised um, a, a solid number of a solid amount of money currently in our private sale for the coin as we're leading up to the public. And that money, a lot of it will be earmarked for marketing, specifically global marketing, to get the app into the hands of all the folks who remember Pog back in the day and, and all, a lot of the kids and and try and tie the generations together. And, and and so we'll go about just giving them a fun ecosystem to play Pog games and to play games and earn things in in an ecosystem that they're very familiar with or a brand with a brand that they they trust, um, and, and probably they've trusted all their lives. And then the other side is as the bull run starts to really pick up steam, we're going to see a lot of folks come back to crypto or join the Web three space for the first time. And in that scenario. Um, people are going to be looking at things that they've heard of. And they've probably heard of Bitcoin, they've probably heard of Ethereum, maybe they've heard of Solana, but um, unless their friend is in Doge or Shiba Inu or you know some other altcoin, um, they're probably not going to really know the difference. They'll look at market cap and, and, and try and make their decision there. But the instant that they see Pog and they do a little bit of research and realize that is the brand that they grew up with, the brand that they had 
you know, some people had 20,000 pogs in their in their basement. It, it, it kind of clicks a switch. And so I think we will not only be able to open up a lot of the doors for people who've never heard of Web3 and get them to play games without ever having to open up a wallet, um, but then we also will bring in a lot of the folks that are interested in Web3 uh, who, who do trust the brand and, and, you know, have a history with it. That's that's awesome, man. Um, now I I see that you're also kind of going. It seems like a two tier approach as well, like going after kids and adults. A Pogman TV anime series. Yeah, so Pogman TV is going to be. Um, uh, a fun nostalgia and esports based ecosystem like entertainment platform, kind of like Theta TV was, but um, we'll go a little bit slower before we open up uh, channels to everybody. Um, but then you'll have collectibles that you can get behind the scenes stuff and um, and then the kids, the kids element is the partnership that I think I mentioned last time with one of the biggest actors in the world as that TV show starts to pick up steam and and roll out. Um, and then the anime, uh, yeah, hopefully we will activate a lot of the younger generation. Um, and then we'll have a very safe, you know, like edutainment platform where kids can play games and have soul-bound wallets where they can collect their achievements and, and points and stuff and um, not necessarily have any monetary value, but just kind of maybe rewards and prizes and things like that throughout the ecosystem. So that'll be uh that'll be something that kind of comes probably towards the end of 2024, early 2025. Um, and, and we'll hopefully have a lot of help from, from Hollywood and some of our partners there in, in making that happen. And I got to ask you, man, what is a pog drink? What is that? <laughs> Pog is actually the that's where the brand came from. So Passion Orange Guava uh was um a drink that was created in Hawaii about a hundred years ago. I think it's about a hundred to 120 years old, something like that. And uh, they they used to hide milk caps underneath their bottle caps. And so like older generations used to collect them just for fun and they would play games with them. And then it kind of faded out until this teacher, a fourth grade teacher named Blossom in Hawaii, she brought the game back for her students and they absolutely loved it. And and that's kind of where it, it gained a ton of popularity before coming to the main to the mainland. And then um you know, it was purchased by the guy who invented Armor All, uh, and that's Alan Rapinski, and and that's where you know the Pog game kind of took off. Huh. Interesting. I never never knew that. And actually, it's been sold in uh, Walt Disney World for like the last twenty years. They they tried to discontinue it at the the Disneyland and Disney World, and there was like riots, and and people were just super upset about it so they brought it back and when you go to hawaii actually a lot of the hotels that you show up to like turtle bay and uh hilton hawaiian village and some others um actually give you uh glasses of pog juice when you show up i mean pog is a very very uh you know deep brand in the hawaiian culture and and we always want to you know pay homage and respect to that but yeah it's a super funny story and and uh, a really really cool piece of history Actually, believe it or not, I mean, who who wouldn't believe it? But um, I had that written down last time, but there was no way to put it in to get that uh, tidbit <laughs> in. Uh, I swear to God, because I did research last time, but uh, all for not because Popper's got questions. But um, what are we talking about, Popper? Kyler? Talking about Pog Juice. Talking about <laughs> Pog Juice. No, well, that was it. <laughs> but um, so Pog Man, I don't, and I don't even remember if I said this, but like, what is he? <laughs> well, well, because you know what he he reminds me a lot of like Captain Caveman. 
Hell yeah. Right? I, a ton. I, and I think Captain Caveman was based on Pogman. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Captain Caveman, they may be cousins, but Pogman is a poglodyte is what they call it. Um, but he has a whole lore about himself um, that stemmed back from the 90s and even a little bit before that. So Pogman is like chairman and inventor of Pog. He's the Pog champ, the world Pog champ. And uh, he's like an artist and an actor and a celebrity DJ. And he's a skateboarder and a snowboarder skier. And he baseball plays ball. Player. A big baseball guy, big yep. football guy. Um, he's just uh, mischievous in the best way and, and loves to get the party going and you know what i i feel like he just having Pogman in my childhood really uh really kind of impacted the way i grew up so i, I may have adopted a lot of his personality i think or energy right definitely the energy that pog juice all that sugar <laughs> it's simple sugar though so it's okay that's right <laughs> i make sure to eat fruits with it so i get that uh, iron too um so I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of going through the white paper here. I had, you know, I went through and some made some notes. So now I'm on page five and uh, it says where authorized and unauthorized brands, artists, celebrities can create, sell rewards, collector, reward collectors with authentic box. How, like, how does that work? Um, so there. anybody can just go on there and do this. They don't need to be, it's, it's uh, permissionless. Is that? Like, what's the difference between an authorized and an unauthorized brand? Yeah, so um, there there are bigger brands that we'll partner with and we'll actually create um, NFTs with them. Uh, whereas if you are just a small brand that we, we don't know, there's nothing stopping you from launching a collection on uh, PogChain, whether you use our launch pad that's coming out or not. Um, and then if you are able to grassroots build your community, uh, there's no reason that we wouldn't put you in the in into a box of Pogs. But basically, any collection on PogChain has the opportunity to be used inside of our arcade. Um, so let's just say Pop and Mags um, didn't get the, like, I, I mean, this is a horrible example because we'll make a collection with you if you want to. <laughs> uh, well, that's let's a yes. Say, so, let's, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's just say there's a collection, there's folks out there who don't know us and, and you know, aren't in the ecosystem and they want to have uh, their, their pogs in the game. They just launch a collection and then um, we'll, like, if it's not, you know, rated X or like, trashy and in bad taste then uh it'll find its way right into the arcade and folks who are playing the game will find your your collectibles or their collectibles without knowing who they are and and then hopefully the goal would be that you know instead of just selling them right away they'll at least go check out the the the, the community and and the utility and figure out what it's all about maybe there's like videos or maybe there's um tv shows or maybe you know there's other utility like if you have a starbucks one you could use it in starbucks or whatever but um, that's the whole idea to help um, provide some discoverability. And then if it gets big enough to do physical collectibles. And so whether or not like we launch that with you, uh, just like the old pog maker back in the day, uh, anybody who has the um, ambition or ingenuity can go and make their own collectibles on pog chain. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. That's cool. We're super excited. This is going to be great. That's the number so, one question we get. How, oh, how do I get pogs on? How do I make pogs with you? And we're just going to be like, well, just, Launch a collection on PogChain. Now we've figured it out. We've been wrapping our heads around it for the last two years. And then when we met uh, Andrea, now that you know we've got our own blockchain coming, this is the way. Andrea won. 
um, cool. So now, um, so I think you kind of hit on the next one already. So basically when you are partnering with, so is the difference kind of, uh, between authorized and unauthorized, anything authorized is going to have some kind of real world benefits, the unauthorized ones. You, Cause I know already in, in the white paper, you're looking to like get some like actual utility out of these things in the real world. That that's really yeah a huge part of what we're going to be doing is uh, we really do expect these bigger brands to provide some type of utility in launching this thing and and whether it's like a discount in their ecosystem or or something um, that'll be a big part of it and, but but it's really up to each brand or each creator how much utility they want to provide they don't necessarily need to go through us to provide utility if somebody launches a collection without us on PogChain and wants to provide utility to their ecosystem, that's awesome. That's a great way to get our attention, I think. And and I'm really excited to see what kind of services and and things will be developed by folks. We'll definitely do hackathons and, and put up cash prizes for developers and game developers, especially to build games on PogChain for, for our collectibles and uh, in the arcade. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, utility will definitely come down to the project, but we'll be pushing everybody who launches a com- a project with us to provide some sort of utility, whether it's um, physical or digital. Uh, it'll be por- important. Yeah, Kyler, in the game, when you're talking about people can have different collections. If I know you mentioned it, I don't know if that's what I think that's what's going on now with like the OK Bears one. I think basically, where it's almost like you're back at the schoolyard playing, and you take what you win when there's if is that going to be available in the game so that's another way to get different pogs into different people's hands by playing the game and and, and winning them absolutely that's a huge piece so right now on solana we've got our uh the the alpha up where it's on chain and you bring your pogs and i bring mine and we compete and whatever you flip you take home um and so that'll be a great way for people to uh you know put up pogs that they have and and maybe their opponent has never heard of those those projects or those communities or that ip and they get it through uh yeah through competition for sure there's a few other games where um you know it'll randomize which ones drop into your wallet or um you know people so we've the second game we'll do a teaser of here later in the next month probably uh is like a coin pusher where you can drop a pog in or you can drop coins in and it'll push things over the edge back towards you um and so that'll be a way for you to kind of get get things that you might not have expected i'm having vacation you know vacation uh flashbacks of when i was a kid in the arcade that's uh pretty cool exactly exactly that's what we're going for i mean my wife and i we like we i love walking through arcades and she puts up with it and we just like look at what kind of games would be good for arcade like quick play super exciting uh high reward uh and and then like uh chuck e cheese and things like that are perfect because instead of getting tickets you're getting pog coin and and not to hold you to any of these um dates or whatever but were you're you're expecting april did you did you say that or am i just imagining no no april for the arcade is is uh is what our development team is forecasting gotcha. to have um you know at least the first game or two games in there um four blockchains available including pog chain uh a burn to a burn mechanism where if you lose to pog man in player in in single player half of what you lose is burned the other half goes back to the pool of rewards um, so it is a deflationary ecosystem, which we've envisioned from the very I, beginning. So, yeah. so I was reading that in the white paper today, and I didn't recognize that term. So I Wait, had to what? look it up. 
There was a tr- what? You were reading? Breaking news from the Papa Meg's news desk. Yeah. I, 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 what do you think I was going to work today? It was Friday, man. Federal Friday. No, I, I was, I thought you were waiting for the, uh, the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's, there's, there's all nice graphics in that. It's, it's an easy read. It's funny because there was a link in there to the, what was it, uh, for, for Theta, what is it, 4.0? And I started to look at that and I was like, whew. Let me go back to Pog. I don't know what the hell's yeah, going on. Yeah, there. turn that off. Dude, holy smokes. <laughs> guys, yeah, that's some depth right there for Not sure. that there's anything wrong with that. You need smart people. Um, well, yeah, I hang out with GE and I'm just like, I listen to him and his dev team and like, the, it's so quick to go over my head and they're like, hey, Kyler, yeah, so so what do you think about that option? I'm like, yeah, sounds great, guys. Like, whatever you think, let's go with that. Like, yes. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same thing. It's like you're reading my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I just go along. If JE thinks it's a good idea, then uh, let's do it. Okay, I hope you don't mind. We're all like out of crazy order right now. Um, could you explain? And you don't have to go into too much detail. So, also, you know, I took some notes from the white paper, believe it or not. And so, there's Pog Digital, and, and you're in charge of that. There's Pog Unlimited, and then there's World Pog Federation. Can you yeah. explain the relationships, maybe in between that, how that works? Because it's kind of weird that, you know, like you're the CEO of Pog Digital, and then there's these other entities. But it seems like you guys are working towards a common goal. I don't know. It's just Yeah, kinda... great question. Yeah. So um, Pog Unlimited is our parent company. They own the IP um, and have for since 1993 when the game really made its way to the U.S. Um, my co-founder, his name is Julian Savino. He's a French dude who um, made quite a bit of money like uh, as a VC. And Kyler? I got mic'd off. How much did you miss? A VC? The French yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, funny. So the French guy, Julian, uh, he purchased the, the uh, uh, he purchased the majority stake in Pog Unlimited after he made his money. Um, Pog being, yeah, the parent company that owns all the IP. And, and so he and I, you know, launched um, Pog Digital together as a subsidiary with you know, unlimited rights for us to do whatever we want globally, digitally, um, and then a lot of physical, um, you know, opportunities too with the brand. But uh, yeah, being the CEO of Pog Digital, uh, I lead the the digital expansion of games and and um, you know entertainment and collectibles and all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, the World Pog Federation is just the the nickname for the for Pog Unlimited for for the overall ecosystem. Okay. Before I get you back to Popper. Because I'm all over the place. You know what my favorite part uh, of the white paper was? What's that? The mention the of... Uh, no, well, the pictures <laughs> were great. But the, the mention of the Rescue Rangers movie, the new one, which was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out the Rescue Rangers movie. Go check it out on Disney+. Plus. That's how right. Shout that? out Chip and Dale. What's that, what, that? How new was it? It came out like uh, last year, last I think, year. maybe? Yeah. It's really funny. Hmm. The uh, Lonely yeah. Island guys did it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the and and you know who the best, you know who the standout weird character was was the ugly Sonic. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh man, that okay. Yes, I actually have only seen parts of it, so I'm gonna go watch it right after this. Popper, ugly. So Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out. It was like a live action movie, and I'm sure you know nothing about it. But uh, I think James Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, with the one with What's Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah. 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 I saw it. Um. Yeah, you saw it. So what happened? Yeah, nope, they had two, correct. But the the thing about Sonic... Oh, that's great news. I didn't know that. 
I didn't even know that. No, but the, the, the funny thing with Sonic was when they released the preview for the first movie, people lost their shit over how Sonic looked and they thought it was awful. So the whoever owned the, the they pulled the movie and they redid all this CGI and animation or whatever to make Sonic look more oh. palatable. They said it was too good. Like they said it, he looked too real. Oh, is so that what they said? People freaked out. Yeah, because they're like, this, this, this is just way too realistic is what I heard. So they redid it to the one we have now. So <laughs> they're at some, I don't know where they are. It's kind of like, uh, like a, I guess maybe like a Star Trek convention uh, type of thing, but for like <laughs> people who used to be in TV shows. So uh, Dale was doing that, the one with the red nose. And, uh, but I think Ugly Sonic was there and uh, played by one of my favorite comic actors of all time. But uh, I'll let you figure that out, Popper, who that is. That's so cool. Okay. Daniel Stern. That's so funny. Sure about that? That's who I would pick. Anyway, so uh, back to back to the real life here. <laughs> um, so you, I mean, you mentioned it before of like getting like people that aren't involved in Web three into this. Is this something where you're basically kind of introducing people to Web three without them even knowing that they're in Web three? Okay, yeah. So, uh, great question about um, you know how we're going to hide the wires, so to speak, and and make it more palatable for those that aren't in Web three. Uh, the best way that we can do it is to provide them with a custodial wallet that all they have to do is sign in with their um, their email, and then they'll be able to move and use any assets from any chains inside of our ecosystem. Uh, the power users can move the assets out of our platform onto whatever wallet they want and then move it to whatever market they want if they want to sell it outside of our ecosystem. We're working on figuring out exactly what currency they'll use, but probably just PogCoin in the ecosystem. Um, and so if you want to sell for Ethereum for something else, you'll probably need to move it off chain or, or, or excuse me, on onto your own wallet and, and sell it on whichever platform you use. Um, but yeah, the idea is that no one will need to know anything about about Web3 or as far as they know, there'll be digital collectibles, pogs, and they'll have value inside of the game and inside of the, the arcade and the ecosystem. And they'll give them fun utilities. Um, and that's all they need to know. And we will be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Dr. Theta's Community Guardian Node. Theta's premier Community Guardian Node, where you can stake your Theta if you don't run your own Guardian Node. Best of all, 100% uptime, so you do not miss any rewards, and zero fees, so you earn 100% of your T-Fuel. Trusted by Theta Labs, you can easily stake directly within your wallet. Simply go to the Staking tab, choose Delegated Guardian Node, and find Dr. Theta's Guardian Node. Quick, simple, reliable, and best of all, safe, as the coins never leave your wallet. Stake with the Doc today. This week's episode is brought to you by GuardiansofTheta.com. Offering 0% one-click Theta Guardian staking with random monthly token giveaways. Guardians also airdropped everyone staking with him an NFT that you're able to stake and earn T-Vibe. 100% uptime, zero fees, random giveaways, what's not to love? Stop paying 4% and come join the fam with Guardians of Theta. Papa Max podcast. Honestly, like as we're going through here, there's like one massive part where you guys drop down in partnership with Theta Labs, which is cool, and Amazon Web Services, which is incredible. (laughs) 
Wow, that's amazing. Do let us know if we need to to take that out. But that's awesome. I'll risk it for the biscuit. I'm sure Mitch is going to hear go. that, and he'll e- he'll either smile or he will not. But either way, he's he's very delicate with me when he let when I when I you know let things out of the bag too quick. So uh, I think I'll survive. Well, good news is Mitch is not one of the tens and tens. Uh, so I'd, I'm not sure we're in any harm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool. He, he, I'm sure he pays attention though. He's he's pretty well entwined with with this ecosystem, which is great. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So now, can you tell me what near field communication technology is? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, near field communication is just a, a fancy way for saying a, a very very tiny computer chip that recognizes when it is close to something. So when I was at Rivian, uh, I actually got to build out the near field communication teams that were responsible for making sure that your keys worked and your phone could work. Uh, and actually your key was a, a little card with an NFC chip in it. And so vehicle access was even composed down to a wristband that you could walk up to your car holding it with your wristband on and just put it next to the door and it would unlock and then it would start. And so uh, NFCs are just little little computer chips that allow you to do cool stuff, store information, store some functionality and and uh, and different, um, you know, addresses and whatnot. And so uh, we are excited to, to the point where eventually your POG will be able to unlock your car if you wanted to. Wow. Is or that flip uh, it, right? Or flip it. <laughs> no, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, hope not. Um, <laughs> just uh, completely unrelated, but related to NFCs. Are these something where like they, they ping the wi-fi and can like write could like uh be notified to like the cloud or something like that or is that i I wish it it okay yeah it's more just a computer chip that you would need like your your phone or uh, a larger computer to recognize and it, it basically just reads and can transmit through bluetooth or through near field communication technology um you know messages or whatnot so it's not like um it can do anything without you but if you walk up to if you tap into your phone or if you tap it to a car that has um a computer reception uh your receiver in it then it'll read the nfc chip and it'll uh do what it needs to do it'll it'll um you know uh carry out the function that that's written on the nfc chip so just personally like i do i'm i'm with a company that deals with wine and mm-hmm. i'm just i've i've been trying to figure out a way to try to like get them to embrace uh blockchain mm-hmm. is is an nfc chip something that could like when paying like say i had like a, a wine collection at home and i wanted to just like ping it to like and at that point it gives me like the temperature and the humidity of it to like verify the that it's being kept in good condition is is that something uh, one of these nfcs could do um uh say that again sorry so you know like in your example you can use the pog nfc to like open your car door would it also be able to like tell you what temperature it is and it is being uh, kept at no it's like 
Okay. Yeah, so so it'd be more like you could put an NFC chip on the bottle and you could tap right. the bottle to your phone and it would take you somewhere or it would tell you something. And at that oh, point, okay. it, like maybe you tap it to your phone and it opens up your app and then it tells you like uh, where it's from, what it is, all that stuff. And so it's, it's kind of oh, like yeah. a QR code, um, but a lot more secure, um, a lot more um, individualized and customized to where like it can hold, it could hold codes on there or for you know individual codes or login credentials or something like that um it could be used as a key to your your house um or something like that got it all right cool um so yeah no i was taking a look at your roadmap as well and v1 completed so on here you have uh, economy as a service pog global economy so it's something that is basically waiting to open is that uh is this the arcade uh no so the the pog global economy is more about the ability for game developers of all kinds and experienced developers to put uh you know our, our assets inside of their ecosystem and to have an immediate value that's even beyond their their player base so when you look at like ev.io or shrapnel coming up or um, portals or something like that where a lot of these players are very integrated into that ecosystem. And then when they win a POG, they can either keep it and have it as, you know, historic value or utilize it for the utility, or they could go sell it on the market. And the fact that there are people who don't play the games, uh, they're ready to purchase those collectibles is is kind of an economy as a service. So the ability for you to build a game without actually having to build the economy around the game or the demand for those assets is something that we're really excited to provide. And and I think one of the biggest benefits that we can provide game developers. So you can really focus on your game. And then if you put pogs inside of it, you know that not only will there be a ready to go player base, but you also know that those players will be able to recoup or receive actual value for the collectibles that they find or win within those experiences. All right. Nice. Um, I'll just keep on going here since Mags is uh, on mute. I, I don't think he's around. I'm around. I can, oh, I can, I can go when you, when, when you're ready. Anytime. Just, you know what? Well, um, you know, we have questions, but, uh, Kyler, hey, well, uh, I guess one of our interns posted that, uh, you were going to be on tonight and, uh, there were some questions posted. I don't know if you want to go through any of these and you don't have to answer if, if you don't have the answers or, or, uh, you're not ready to answer. What do you think? Like a speed round. Of, uh, well, hold on. Uh, first of all, I think well, the screen so is black again. Okay. Okay. But, but then I was saying, yes, rapid fire sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. This is great because I think Popper also is going to say, but I want to say something, but he's the one that tapped me in. So we're going for well, it. So well, you're tapping the, I didn't, I tapped you in, not the tens and tens. Sorry, guys. I Intern's not in, but I mean, okay, Kyler. So Roberto T. Uh, Lightning sign with a blue check mark says, are they planning to decentralize validators by introducing validators? Question mark. Does, and then he goes on to say, does Pog, does digital Pog from boxes, standard job version, will be stackable? And where to listen to this podcast? Our interns answered the where to listen to the podcast episode, but. Yeah, so uh, no, none of the assets on uh, PogChain will be stakeable. Um, that it will be reserved only for the founders collection on Solana. But this upcoming holiday uh, collection, as well as 
whatever you find inside of your Pog box will all get an allocation of Pog coin, a small allocation uh, for each asset. So there will be a way to earn Pog coin with with each asset and with each purchase without having to stake it. And the validator side, um, we have not decided yet to open it up publicly. We do have some folks who, uh, a couple companies like uh, the Fuel Foundry will probably be hosting a validator that we've approved. Um, and so we may approve other validator partners. Um, but it is not um it's not out of the realm for us to to to, uh, to open up um validate, you know, validator control and uh to the public. So that's it is possible, but not not enabled yet. Okay. Buddy Theta posted a meme of I got international a problem superstar here, the rock. What? You what? you went with an obviously not tens of tens before Buddy Theta. I'm go. I was just getting to Buddy Theta right now. I yeah, was just but, going down. I clicked into the app, and this is the first thing that came on listen, was Roberto. And, uh, and I like to go in go, order. Let's go uh, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. One bite. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means, Dave. I'm the just pizza. trying. <laughs> no, I, I know what it means, but no, I heard when you said Dave, I was like, oh, he gets it. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> but I was just trying to go through the, you know, in the order I have received it, Popper, or that it's showing on uh, my uh, phone. Okay, please continue. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, he says, can can you, you know, Mags, please say something. I, I don't want this to be the Popper show, and then I'm going to hear about <laughs> you, you don't let Mags talk. You don't let Mags talk, and then he talks, and he's just is just losing his mind. Um, which I loved. Um, yeah, no, this is this is what the people chimed in for. The, this is great. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So Buddy Theta has a uh, a Pogman PFP as his PFP, but um bump up, and he posted an image of the Rock, who's like one of the biggest stars out there. I think he's from Hawaii. Says, "I'm going to have a question for you," but I guess that's the question. Uh, I don't know anything you can address from that. I can't make that out. No, no comment. No comment. Okay, moving on. Dharma Gardner. Can you smell that? You can smell what I'm cooking. I can smell. No that. comment. And I'll, I'm just going to get back. I'm going to get back to that. But uh, Dharma Gardner asks, Kyler seems to be everywhere lately on a promotional tour. When Good Morning, when Good Morning America, when Conan, when Fallon. So Kyler, funny Conan story for you. You ready for this? I'm ready. Conan. Actually, I saw him last year in New York City doing his. He's got a good podcast or podcast, uh, not like this one. He he did a live one in New York City. He was on Howard Stern then, and uh, uh, so apparently he doesn't like talking about he's from Harvard because you know maybe he people think that he's smarter than he than he is. But blah blah blah. He says some of the funniest people I know never went to school, and he said he said I had this one writer I don't remember his name, but he left he left us, and uh, I always pretend to give people a hard time. I'm, not me, but Conan said that. And uh, on his way out, and uh, he said to Conan, he said, um, or Conan said to him, he goes, why don't you drink some more jerk juice or something like that? And uh, I think it was something like that. So anyways, he went on to work for the WWE, and uh, he was writing for them. And he calls up Conan, and he says, hey, Conan, you need to watch, you know, I don't know, what SmackDown or, or whatever. You know, watch wrestling this night, okay? He watches it, and then Rock... <laughs> So then The Rock uh, is in the back locker room, you know, those action pack scenes. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, he's getting interviewed. Um, he says something like, You're, he goes, why don't you drink some more stupid juice? That's what it was, stupid juice. Conan <laughs> said that. The Rock said stupid juice. And uh, so he's like, and then he calls Conan the next day. And he goes, sorry, you know, I stole your joke. And he's like, oh, no, that's, he goes, that's amazing. You have The Rock, 
you know, using my, my line or whatever. So then he calls him the next week. He goes, you need to check wrestling this week. And there's people holding up signs saying, why don't you drink some more stupid juice or something like that? So, <laughs> so essentially he, you know, he gave the rock, you know, a catchphrase. Uh, that's, how that's I love it. I, yeah. And, and, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have some history with that. Maybe we'll be able to add our own lore to that someday. Who knows? Popper, do you want to continue with this or do you want me to, to drone on? No, please. Um, I just had one more question. I don't know. Rand is R A N D. That's the thing I said I had to look up. Uh, That's the random function. It just basically means that uh, once the game's over, uh, each pog will have just a random number generated. And if it's a one or a zero, Zero. we'll determine whether it's it's burned or not. Kyler, it's so funny because we got the accountant over here and he's like, oh, what's a rand? Freaking. (laughs) What does does that have to do with accounting? You got to count count for the uh, outcome of that. I got to account for the dumb questions. uh, Okay. So, so so URP says Pogs 1.0 was hugely successful with global partnerships. How does this recognition of those partnerships or advent of new ones help determine the vision slash success? Question mark. And then he says, uh, I think more importantly, in five years' time, who has had more partners? Pogs 1.0, Pogs Web 3, or Mags? (laughs) <laughs> Don't underestimate the mags of 2028 fandom. Well, mags, you're going to have a run for your money, buddy, because we're working our ass off to make sure that, uh, you know, we we pump those numbers. But um, we're bringing some partnerships back from the 90s. That's for sure. That's a big. Yeah, the same way that partnerships we um, from the, the 90s same way that we are doing this certification and drop or certificate drop with our coca-cola collectibles we've got uh lion king we've got toy story we've got looney tunes and star wars all on deck for next year so you'll be able to expand your physical collectible with digital uh certifications and grades for each collectible and then bringing in all these web3 pieces whether it's like letting the helping them to launch collection on pog chain and into the arcade or whether it's helping them build physical pieces all of that comes into play but i think um his question is actually a trick question because um pog 1.0 and pog 3.0 are the exact same uh company so uh so it's just a running tally it's not going to be a competition between ourselves and our past we get to stand on the shoulders of giants so to speak okay urp would never ask a trick question (laughs) not (laughs) Tom T says, I heard there's a token sale. Can the average Joe get in during this sales? And that's not my English. That's how I read it. Right. Yeah. So if the average Joe is an accredited investor, he can hit me up. And we do have a steep discount for our friends and family in this private round that's going to be finishing up uh, December 10th or December 15th. Um, that is not a solicitation. That is literally an answer to his question specifically. Not financial advice at not all. Not financial advice. Uh, and then for those that uh, are not accredited, that or for him, if he is not accredited, this we're, we're just talking in terms of one person. Uh, you know, he can jump into the private, the public round, which will start on December 15th. It will be by invite only, but you could be invited by a friend. You don't have to be invited by us. We are going to deploy a code and a username throughout the ecosystem to all of our holders and all of our friends and, and anybody else who's interested. And then they have the opportunity to share that with anybody else as well. So you'll have a live link on our website. You'll click into it. You'll input the password and the username, which will probably be the same word. Uh, and then you'll be able to uh, jump in um, at one of the tiers. Uh, And so we're selling arcade pass 
passes. Essentially, they are a silver, a gold, and a platinum-tiered arcade pass, and each tier comes with an allocation of pog coin that will unlock quarterly and be airdropped to the pass holder. Uh, and then once the allocations are over, that, the passes will also have some unique utility, um, though the, it, it will be more rare and occasional utility uh, for those arcade pass holders. Okay. I think that's it. <clears throat> answered. Digirhythm says, gents, please ask if Tfue will be the only transactional coin for the Pog chain. Hmm. No, it is our gas, though. So um, you will be able to purchase everything in Pog coin, um, but the gas token will likely be Tfue. Okay. I think that about does it. I'm sure there's some stuff I missed on here. So listen, man. You started off with a guy that has never heard of us. Well, has heard of us and never listened to us. Obviously, he doesn't even know where to listen to us. It's pretty ridiculous. And then you hit three. He does now. He does now. And you hit yeah. You know he'll be listening because you're answering his question. We'll see if he even listens. I doubt. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Go ahead, Popper. Continue. Um, I just wanted to say, like on here, you also have a five percent drop kind of like t dropped it to all theta theta validators and guardians mm -hmm. yes sir so that's another four is it four slices of that uh what do you mean four slices we get you get four you get four slices oh yes pop. yeah yeah so those will also unlock in quarterly uh, and be airdropped quarterly about do you have any idea about how much of the uh the solana pogger coin that's been earned is like what percentage of this uh, is coming over? Like how much? Because um, you have right so here ten percent of, of the over. allocation is for Solana, right? Yeah, ten percent. Right, how much of ten percent yeah. is already earned? Um, so so it'll actually just go to everybody who are. It'll be split between the the current supply. So I think there's like eleven million coins uh, that have been minted on Solana out of the twenty million that we were going to do, and we always plan to be able to issue more if we wanted to. Um, but out of those twenty million, eleven million have been minted. I think. 7 million are still owned by the company uh, and its employees. And so those will not be accounted. Those won't count in the, in the, uh, in the uh, swap. So I think there's like 2 million or 3 million coins uh, that will be swapped into the 10%. So, um, you know, it, it, it's looking like, you know, for the holders, uh, who are not on the team, they'll get probably 50 coins for every one, 40 to 50 coins for every one. Um, and so I, I think there's like, like uh, 20 million coins or 200 million coins available. Um, so it'd be like, I, I don't, yeah, it's like 4 million into 200 million kind of thing. How long has the uh, the staking on Solana been active? Uh, since uh, July of 2022. Okay, so over a year, About a year and a half now. Yeah. Okay, so there and it's, there's still plenty of uh, headroom on that ten percent supply. So, I mean, it's it's certainly a, a piece of the a pie that is not bitten into too deeply. Yeah, I think the folks who own Solana Coin are going to be rewarded phenomenally well 
uh, which is is been you know always the biggest goal is to take care of those current in the past uh, you know the the OGs and uh, still create enough of an upside for everybody and I think uh, with Mitch's help and the team at Theta we've we've really struck a phenomenal uh, spot where the the current holders are going to get rewarded significantly and then anybody who gets in uh, early on will you know. Um, get their coins before the demand hits. So I, I don't know financially what that's going to, I don't, I don't know financially what that's going to mean, but I do know that, you know, to play the games, you'll need pog coin. And the more players we have, the more, you know, the more it'll, you know, the more demand there will be for the coin. So um, that'll be exciting to see. We want to make sure that, you know, all of our folk now have as much as they need to play the games. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely awesome. And, you know, kind of going through something similar with symbiotes right the, the symbiote creatives i'm i'm helping out with there and all you can do really create a token that you have utility for right there's no you can't all you, the only exactly. thing you can control is is opportunities to use the coin so um, exactly. is, is the majority of that like within these games that's what you're envisioning or is there like other merch and, and things like that that you're going to have available Oh, it should be a very, very robust ecosystem. So um, PogCoin is going to connect um, the... Uh, it's going it's to connect our uh, TV platform called PogTV, um, and it'll also connect that to our arcade. So any players, you know, so that the currency will flow around there, creators, gamers, audiences, and so forth. Um, and then we'll actually implement kind of like... Um, a reward system uh, and a loyalty program to where like we could tie PogCoin to uh, purchases of other brands or other products. And like, let's say you buy a pack of Skittles and every time you buy a pack of Skittles, you get a coin. And and then uh, there will be a marketplace where, um, you know, other brands and other products can list their stuff in PogCoin, which is, um, you know, not very hard, but it'll be pretty fun, I think. So thank you for saying Pog TV again because I totally uh, skipped over something that I noticed here that it, I think is huge, and I'm curious how you're coming up with this. Um, basically, uh, creators on the Pog blockchain will utilize world-class patent-protected technology, which we're familiar with the DRM on Theta, um, to reduce the costs of hosting and streaming content by sixty percent. Now, how does how did you come up with that and and how are you able to do that uh with you know with uh theta's api the video api so the fact that we don't have to create a database ourselves that stores all of the data managing data systems and data centers and all these servers and then deployment of content and access globally uh the fact that like theta has such great technology in um, the distributed storage across the blockchain, um, the fact that we don't have to host, um, you know, data servers and and data centers in order to store all of the video content and then delivery of the streaming mechanism is not something that we have to cover as well because of the Theta API. Um, there's just so much that Theta has already done along with content tracking and management um, and all of that would have to be covered by us if we were to do this as a traditional way, like Twitch or YouTube. Um, and and so it's it's just extraordinary what Theta has created, and we're going to take full advantage of it. So I know you said like not right away, but at some point, are you envisioning 
opening up pog tv to have uh like streamers on there and and that kind of a, a situation absolutely so that's kind of a key part a key component in pog tv is the ability for audiences to collaborate with their favorite streamers um so not only will streamers share in advertising money and revenue and whatever else we may bring in when they're selling collectibles and providing behind the scenes access and exclusive content to their, you know, key users who buy their collectibles. Um, but also when they're playing their games, if one of their users wants to lend them an asset in gameplay, and if they win because of that, then that user or that audience member who lend their, their asset will have an opportunity, will share in the, the reward, will share in like the bounty. And then same way with audiences as they grow, if you're an early, early audience member and the um, the community grows, uh, you'll share in some of the profits that um, will be, you know, earned by that channel. Um, and then we'll also do nostalgia based and like eventually get to a point where it is opened up to the public to create not only collectibles, but content. But yeah, to start off with, we really want to integrate the gameplay with the audiences and make it kind of a collaborative experience. So are you envisioning at first this is this is like streaming of these Pog games being played? Yeah, Pog TV will start as a streaming platform for esports. Um, maybe roll out uh, like some nostalgia-based content as well from some of our favorite IPs in the past. And then we'll incorporate the collaboration part. And uh, then we'll roll out um, something very similar to like a Twitch or something like that where it is a, a public streaming platform. So when you're saying esports, is that is that like these arcade games or is that more than that? Yeah, it'll be these arcade games, but then also like um, any partners that want to utilize the Pog platform uh, for that streaming mechanism uh, or whether they put Pogs inside of their ecosystem. So some of these first-person shooter games like Shrapnel uh, will likely put Pogs inside of their ecosystem and, and the opportunity for you to uh, stream those big battles or whether we really, our goal long-term has always been to provide collectibles for large tournaments. So you could say like the 2025 League of Legends Championship or Fortnite Championship or whatever it might be, and the ability for us to provide like uh, a 10-piece collectible to the winners. And then if they want to sell it, then maybe it's a million dollars. Or maybe it's like, maybe it's, you know, of high value if they want to sell it to somebody who wants to collect it. Like if they were to be able to buy a championship ring from their favorite NFL team. Or maybe it's a million pesos. No, not financial advice. No, it could be even just a million (laughs) uh, doll hairs. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. That's, uh, so it sounds like you, you got some stuff lined up here already for this, uh, this esports piece of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we've we've got some ideas. We've had some good conversations with the, you know Twitch and some other live streaming platforms. And um, now, when we met Theta, we we realized we could do it ourselves. So it's it's a really fun, exciting spot to be in. What's the next thing on the horizon for you guys? Like, what are what are we looking at for next? Yeah, so the the coin is is going to be dropping to the public here uh, December fifteenth. We also have the holiday collection uh, on Theta Drop December fifteenth. Uh, December seventh, we're going to roll out a little gift for the Twitter uh, world to where you know you'll sign up with your email on this platform and you'll get a holiday gift, just uh, a, a unique little holiday NFT from us on Solana Chain um, for free. And then uh, as we roll into twenty twenty four. 
the arcade will probably be the big thing that that people are waiting for in April. And yeah, that and that and then we'll we'll do some cool community activations. But then in 2024, we're also looking to um, uh, launch PogCon in uh, in parallel with ThetaCon, um, to where they either line up or maybe they overlap by a few days and. Um, then be able to really do something fun f- with both communities and then, you know, uh, do some fun stuff for just our our Pog community as well. PogCon. I like the sound of that popper. <laughs> almost sounds like PopCon. <laughs> yeah. That almost sounds like popcorn. And that makes me think of uh, another rug. Yeah. <laughs> Sizzle pop. Shout out. We got We got rugged on popcorn. Oh no, dude. There's been so many rugs. Like I've been a part of, I, I've watched a rugged juice company. I've watched rug. The biggest, most disappointing rug was definitely the Nickelodeon rug with recurrent. Oh. We brought in so much money. Uh, so we're actually, uh, to try and support those, those, that, that community and, and that IP, we're going to make, um, those collectibles playable and winnable inside of our arcade as well. So we'll support some rugs just to, just for the culture. Well, there's plenty of them. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll send you my uh, ethereum wallet and just take a pick like uh take a look <laughs> no that that's cool though uh people people certainly appreciate that and you know it's definitely goodwill also to the to the pod community for doing that and yeah PogCon sounds sounds pretty cool especially in conjunction with a thetacon because now like you said you're bringing the two together and it that's that's really cool yeah, that's something that, you know, the, uh, the data community is something really, really special. And being starting on Solana and then moving to Ethereum and having been a part of Ethereum for a while and, uh, you know, the Bitcoin DeFi space as far as mining and buying Bitcoin, it was a big refreshing, you know, experience to become part of this data community where there's just really, really smart people who are here for the tech and um, the outreach and the the correspondence and the engagement has been next level. So um, it's it's just been such an exciting transition. And uh, ThetaCon was so much fun. If people didn't make it to ThetaCon, they, they need to make it next year because I've been to NFT NYC and I've been to VCon uh, both this last year. And ThetaCon was hands down my favorite experience, my favorite event, because we really got to meet friends and make make good relationships and 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 learn a ton about each other. And um, I'm excited to do that again next year. JPEG NYC was a joke, um, but we're not. <laughs> we 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 may or may not have got rugged by them, Kyler. But uh... <laughs> yeah, they put us in our place. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of smart people on the Theta community, and then there's me and Mags too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, right. but people, <laughs> Mr. Account, yeah. You know, so the Pog nostalgia, all the people that might want to come in, or or and that have come in, Solana, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and you know, we've brought like ten people from Theta over. So we're doing our part too, Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> Every single individual makes a difference. We feel it. All right. So before we wrap up, give us give us the uh, give us a reminder on on this holiday drop coming up. These are these are physical pogs that are coming. Yeah. So uh, you'll basically you know we'll make the drop. You'll buy your thing, and the pack will be a holiday pack. Um, and then inside of it will be one of about three hundred and fifty. Coca-Cola collectibles from the 90s where um, it's been certified authentic. Uh, It is a secondhand sale. Um, These are not new collectibles and um, they'll be certified on-chain on the 
the on the pog chain uh and they'll be linked through an nfc chip and a serial number and you'll just be able to show people your nft or you know your certified nft an authentication nft by tapping it to their phone and yeah uh, so it'll it'll be a fun way to spread some holiday cheer uh with a really you know a global brand that we're very very proud of that's december 15th on uh on datadrop.com right yes sir that is correct cool well, we'll put that one on the calendar and take a look. It's been a while since I've been looking forward to a, a, a drop on on Theta Drop. I don't even really really remember what the last legitimate drop was. To be honest with you, it was I know pog. we've had some free ones. <laughs> it was Pog. Uh, where the where the low price now is four hundred eighty eight dollars and eighty eight cents. So and there's like four left before it hits six hundred. It's uh, it's been a pretty fun run over the last two and a half, three weeks to to watch that go from like 120 to to, to 500. I think people are ready for their boxes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Six. Definitely. I know we talked about this before. On the site, it says that there's a one-year chance to redeem these POG boxes. Is that still true? Or Because I remember you said something about uh, extending that. Yeah, the goal will be as long as possible, but I think everyone We'll we'll put a new timeline on it to to kind of how far out we're we're willing to push it, but um, that's something that we'd love to extend annually for another year, every year, uh, up to twenty years if possible. <laughs> and, uh, not not financial wow. advice, but it seems like the utility is in is in is redeeming these. That's just my opinion, though. But um, I, I mean, I I think you buy yeah, one you buy one to have and to redeem the the digital NFT. You buy one just to keep as a as a sealed box, and then you buy one to to keep for the future. So you buy three. I think that's so, the way to but, do it. So only two hundred and fifty people could do that at most. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's actually passed. So there's there's only five hundred left out there, and we have a hundred and no, well, actually. No, they're all they've been deployed to the to the holders. So uh they're out there. There's 750 boxes out there, 230 or 40 have been redeemed. And uh so yeah, there's there's only about five hundred left out there for people to 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 scoop up. And it, it, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. It's a really good uh, a good experience or a good experiment so far. Very cool. That yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm definitely looking forward to this holiday drop as well. I'm hoping, I think it would be cool to have these boxes uh, that have been redeemed in time for Christmas. Is that, you think that's oh, a, yeah. a... Absolutely. Nope. So shipping will start uh, probably the end of next week is is what I'm thinking. You'll Next week, you'll receive a shipping uh, link and a code to reduce the price and to just have to pay shipping. And then uh, they'll be sent out over the next two weeks. So they should be under your tree by the time uh, Santa Claus comes through. Cool. I'm not sure uh, if it'll have the kid's name on it or just mine. Um, this one might be from Santa to me. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good idea. The, I mean, there's 12 packs too. So there's always the opportunity to give one your, a pack if you ever decide to. And if they get something good in a pop or just give them another pack and take it. Exactly. Yeah, they won't even know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> got that? Oh, oh, that's you terrible. Can. That's terrible. Here, take this one. This one's way better. <laughs> not that I even know. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me, dude. I I love I, I'm, pleasure. Uh, I'm hyped on this. Yeah, this is gonna be great. Yeah, and uh, feel free to come back at well, any time, Tyler. Thank you. Yeah, open invite. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you. I'm glad that we. I, I appreciate the pog that you were, that uh, you so graciously gave me, 
and even more so, have you used the Poppin Mags coffee cup yet? Yeah, dude. I if we were in video, I was going to show it to you. But yeah, absolutely. Yes, I got two of them. Luckily, <laughs> you got two of them. Wow, I, I, I snagged one from uh, the Theta team on my way out the door, so I got two. Oh, from I wonder what who team. from the Theta team disrespecting our mug. Oh man, maybe they could be anyone. Yeah, maybe be a lot they took of two seats at Very your pod, at your uh, podcast at your live podcast. They might have taken two, and I uh, I was the benefactor of that. Oh. Wait, Wes One was was live there. I he I could see him totally just giving it away. <laughs> I have to get some more info on that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to Are do some investigative saying? work. We haven't we haven't done much lately, so we'll get the we'll get the. I might have stolen on. it on accident. Just don't. So let's no, not don't. Get too no, you don't have to defend him, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nobody gave it to me. Let's just say it was not handed to me by anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was left it was on uncla- unclaimed luggage yeah, towards the end of the day i uh i might have stumbled upon one in a dark corner that i didn't that i didn't want to go find out who owned it so it came with me well at least i found a good home that's good it's in good hands <laughs> absolutely it is absolutely one to, one to use to drink and one to put pogs in it's great. That's right. That's right. And uh, I'll send you a picture of it. I'm going to post it up with some pogs and, and stuff like that. And that'll be a, maybe a good uh, thumbnail for our conversation. Oh, that'd be great. Ah, awesome. Consider it done. All right, man. Well, listen, thanks so much for taking the time. And uh, we certainly appreciate having you on and definitely looking forward to this drop on the 15th and certainly looking forward to pog coin. Pardon me while I go visit. <laughs> Let me know if you have any questions. I will. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you again. All right. Thanks Take care, a lot. Tyler. Appreciate it. Have a great, right. have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, Bobby. You too, man. You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a very nicely worded compliment on Twitter at Just Add Spam. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Pam's Day Spa.